Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. It's a thirsty Thursday. And everybody's got that Memphis crud, even Evie Van Pelt, and she's all the way down in Texas. Now, uh, the good thing is, though, she gets to talk about an Ole Miss victory because they beat the brakes off of Penn State. Sad thing is, we got to do a little speculating. Speculation, or reckless speculation, usually with me, but not with Evie, because she uh, she actually is somebody who's in the know. What's going on with Quinshawn Judkins? We're going to talk about that and so much more. But first and foremost, Happy New Year, Evie Van Pelt. I love you with all my heart, and I'm so sorry that you're sick. Oh well, I'm so sorry that you're sick. Um, it's a it's a it's a brutal flu going around. I know a ton of people who were in Atlanta who came back home with it. So we came home with a victory, but we also came home with the flu. That's yeah. okay. That's a good trade-off. I'll it is a that. good trade-off, actually. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was an unbelievable football game um, in the aspect, if you're just an Ole Miss fan watching it, of course, they covered the spread. They were underdogs. I had the money line plus 165. Woo-hoo! I mean, it was it was just, it, it, was, it was great. Everything was wonderful. The one thing, though, is now that uh, you know the bowl game has subsided, we'll talk a little bit more about it. I got to ask you, how uh, crazy are people uh, right now in Oxford over Quinshawn Judkins in the transfer portal? Well, I think they're pretty crazy about it. Uh, I mean, not crazy in a good way. Crazy, crazy, not happy about it. And you know, he just tweeted a few minutes ago. I mean, we originally got word this morning. Um, in a, in a tweet from Matt Zinnitz that he had heard that Quinchon had told the staff that he had plans to enter the portal. Hadn't heard from Quinchon. However, just in the last few minutes, uh, Quinchon tweeted that, uh, you know, tweeted he loved his time at Ole Miss, blah, blah, and that he has decided to enter the transfer portal. It was not made lightly. I believe it's the best decision for my personal and athletic growth. So, I don't know. We do know that the players who are playing like in a bowl game, like in the December 30th bowl game, the window to enter the transfer portal, if you want to transfer within the SEC, you've got five days after that uh, bowl game. So December 30th, he has until midnight tonight to enter the portal. I saw an on three tweet that said he has not entered it as of yet. But I think he has until midnight if he wants to play in the SEC next season because the SEC, that's their own, you know, separate rule. You can't do it in the spring. Like if he transferred, you know, there's a window in the spring. So you could theoretically enter then, but you would not be able to play in the SEC. In the money so, conference, by the way. Win the money conference. Mm-hmm. There, you, there, you, there you go. Now, we so, have to think to ourselves, though, Quinshawn's doing this just for a simple – I mean, he's learning from the Walter Nolan situation that, you know what, I need to go get as much money as I can. Is this just a thing where the Grove Collective needs to get out there and do it, and everybody down in Oxford needs to buy the Grove Collective vodka? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I think they need to buy the Grove Collective vodka anyway – um, regardless, but you know, it's interesting. I mean, I spoke with, uh, someone pretty high up in the Ooh. collective at the game who said that they had agreed 
they had come to an agreement last week So with Quinchon. So, to me, I feel like, um, you know, I don't know, maybe his his performance against Penn 34 State. carries, 106 yeah. yards now. Yeah, yeah, against a, a defense that was only giving up a total of, what, 67 yards a game going into that game so pretty pretty stout defense so it could be that you know he felt like that gave him a little bit of leverage um i will tell you uh just because we keep our finger on the pulse of all the social media out there and we saw Ole miss star receiver trey harris about an hour within the last hour put on his instagram story a picture of ulysses bentley so I don't know if that was just a way of saying next man up or Uh-oh. if that was just coincidental. You know, I have no idea, but I uh, thought that was thought that was interesting. So, um, you know, we'll we'll see. But I, I, you know, I think the Portal King is pretty good at getting what he wants. So I've told folks I'm not really. I mean, obviously, you never want to lose an all-American caliber running back like Quinshawn Judkins. I mean, that's just ridiculous to anybody who says that's that's no big deal, because that is a big deal. However, that being said, I feel like Lane Kiffin and his system, he will find a great running back. I think Ulysses Bentley is a great running back. Kedrick Riscano, who was a, a freshman this past year, uh, is is also a great running back. And I tell you what, I think Ole Miss has one of the best running back coaches in the country in Kevin Smith. So I'm I'm not worried. So step back from the ledge, Rebels. All right, step back from the ledge, hopefully. Um, I did have a text that came in to me and it said uh, it's not about money. It said check right. the Ole Miss spirit board. What um what is that text um, mean? Well, well, um, uh, Chuck Roundsville at the Ole Miss spirit posted something earlier today on the on his message board just saying basically that that it wasn't about the money that there was a a chemistry issue going on um there seemed to be some some issues throughout the year um maybe on the offense and I, I don't know so supposedly even maybe Jackson Dart we've seen on multiple Sites have reported that Dart called a timeout at one point in that bowl game um, to to talk to Lane about something that was going out going on out there on the field oh. with Justin. So, so I don't know. So, I mean, here's my thought. I think that if you're the Grove Collective and you had an agreement, and again, I, I my my source was impeccable on this one that they had reached an agreement. So, I feel like. I just don't feel like money is the issue. I don't feel like you can look around and see all these top players that Ole Miss got, but yet you don't have the money to pay your star running back. I just, you know, so I think there's more there there. I think there's more there there. I haven't heard that in a while. I think there's a little more there there. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, I love that. Um, All right, Evie. um, we're, we're talking about Quinshawn. That's a huge one. But, like, did you – like, I mean, how many people realize that Cade Priestcorn is coming back? Um, there's, like, uh. like, there's so much coming back next year. In my opinion, if this team is not preseason top five, then, like, I don't know who will be. Oh, I'm serious. Um, I agree with you, and I think that, um, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, some other things I've heard, I will say that, 
nothing, I mean, again, Lane Kiffin has been doing this for a long time. This is kind of going back to Judkins. If Judkins does indeed enter the portal, uh, which at this point I rather suspect he will, I, you can bet Lane Kiffin has a contingency plan. So don't, I, I just wouldn't, wouldn't worry about that. Um, and, you know, I think that top five ranking, I, I mean, it's going to sound crazy to say, I think it could be with or without Judkins, but I really I do. do. I agree. I, I agree. agree. I think that, um, you know, the, the rebels are completely capable of going out there and finding a, a good running back in the portal. And again, they've got some really good ones coming back. And I don't know if you just saw this, but Lane Kiffin is pretty hilarious. He just tweeted, <laughs> he just tweeted uh, a picture. Uh, he's in the Bahamas right now, I think, and and nice. uh, he tweeted catch and release. Oh and my goodness! I don't know. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. But Lane's, Lane's Twitter game continues to be strong. Oh, my <laughs> so. goodness. Like I can, I can take that way in a thousand ways. I caught I him. I'll now release right. him. Maybe he'll caught come back. Catch and release. So anyway, but definitely to your point, I think uh, top five, top ten, definitely top ten is realistic. And, you know, it was funny when we, we hadn't heard from Dart yet and we hadn't heard from Quinchon yet last week. You know, I told a lot of people, I mean, of course I would want Judkins to come back. But if it came down to it, I, I think the quarterback was key. I, I think if I had to pick between the two, I'm really glad we got dark coming Was back. that the best and, January 1st news that you could have had? Uh, I mean, it was New Year's Day when it was announced. I believe it was New Year's Day. Yes, yes, I know was. I had to start thinking about myself. I was like, between New Year's <laughs> and New Year's Day, there was a little time that I lost. <laughs> there was a little time there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, it's funny. I saw even a, um, even a Mississippi State account tweeted, Ole Miss with playoff contenders Ole Miss without Q playoff contenders so I think if uh, even a state fan can can recognize that I think that's probably probably true I love this you know our uh, you know regular Thursday sessions I usually sound like I'm a genius because I ask great questions but a lot of Ole Miss fans text me uh, some of the questions I ask you, and a lot of them right now are kind of curious what does this mean for Walker Howard well, you know, I have heard, my sources indicate that Walker is not going anywhere, you know, and, and I thought there might have been a possibility that he would. But from everything that I have heard, or maybe everything that I have not heard, um, he is sticking around. And same thing, I asked people close to, you know, our freshman, Austin Simmons, and they say the same thing. He's, he's coming back also. So... Um, you know, there's a very, very good question because I think a lot of people, you know, didn't know what Dart was going to do and mm-hmm. thought if he decided to come back for another season, that might, you know, affect Walker because he doesn't have any more red shirts or anything. But, um, and, and because as we know, they've opened up, you know, where you can transfer for a second time and not have to sit out. But as far as we know, as of, as of this moment on January 4th, <laughs> he is still, he is still with the Rebels, and if he wanted to play, like we say, at an SEC school next fall, he would have to Ten enter the midnight. portal by midnight. Yes. 
I like. I, I think. I, I think I like what um he's doing. He's staying with Lane. He knows the train's going good. Jackson got one more season. Who knows what things could come in? I mean, next year's looking pretty promising. Now, um, I have to ask you just basically football questions because okay. we're down to the national championship. Uh, Alabama. Yes, they did lose to Michigan. But the SEC has owned the Big Ten's ass, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, Tennessee went out there with Nico and beat the brakes off of Iowa. LSU dropped Wisconsin, and they weren't even playing anybody. I mean, what was it? Uh, Nussmeyer playing quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, Ole Miss dropped Penn State like a bad habit. You, we, we've seen, um, you know, basically the SEC, SEC beat up on the big slow, is what I like to call them. <laughs> And now I look at this national championship game, and I see Michigan. Yes, their defense is great. They're number one in total defense. They're number one against the pass. But Washington's offensive line, number one rated team in the country, and you got a guy, a left-handed maniac back there in Michael Penix Jr., who's throwing to like a Duze and Johnson, a bunch of guys who I think are NFL talent-wide receivers. Who do you like in Monday's national championship game? Oh, man, I tell you what – I have really got to go with Washington. I am a huge Penix fan, just a huge Penix fan. That kid, that kid has been through so much. I mean, he had what at least two seasons. Four, season ended. four yeah, injuries was, that were so yeah. bad that they like end a lot of people's career. Right, right, and I mean, I tell you what, I. I was so impressed. I mean, even, you know, we, we watch a lot of football in my house. <laughs> and we, oh, we You and your we, husband, David Walker, <laughs> former Texas A&M quarterback. Yes. We, we watch a lot of football. And I tell you what, I mean, David has been, well, we also watch because David watches lefties because David is a lefty himself. Mm. Um, but I just, there's just something about Penix. I just, I, I love his release. I love how smooth it is. I love how smart he is. And you're right about that offensive line. And I am in a pool, and it is down to me and one other fella who is, is ahead of me. But uh, it comes down to the final, the final picks. And I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Washington. I love that. I love it so much. We're talking with Evie Van Pelt, who she's under the weather, but she is that big of a trooper. I mean, she's been bitten by like you. You had rabies almost this year. You dealt with that. You had a. Um, you almost caught yourself on fire when you had to go interview Lane Kiffin with I think your curling iron, and now you have like a hundred and three fever and the flu, and yet you're still talking to me. That's just one thing. The Rebelwalk dot com. That is your number one source for all things Ole Miss sports. Information and I hear your puppy dogs. Oh gosh, yeah, you, you sure do. I have two, and I have I have a blue healer who's wonderful, and then I have a crazy black mouth cur that just showed up out here in the middle of nowhere where I lived this last summer. And I mean, I really think she's kind of crazy. So, um, but you know, what are you going to do? So we got her spayed and she's just one of the gang now. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, speaking <laughs> of, uh, one of the gang, everybody talks about Lane Kiffin, but Chris Beard, um, Ooh, we, uh, people are talking about Chris Beard and people in the Southeastern conference are actually talking about Chris Beard. Tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, Ole Miss basketball and how the hell did it get here? 
man, I tell you what, are we not beyond excited for that game against Tennessee? I mean, good grief. I think that's where we're going to find out, you know, a lot more about this team than than what we know already. Although I think we know, I think we know a lot about this team. Um, But I'm really excited about that game and looking forward to covering it. I think given my my current state, though. Oh, you're not going to be in Knoxville gonna, on Saturday? I'm not going to be in Knoxville. I think I'm going to I've still well. got fever, so I don't think anybody wants to see no. me in Knoxville. And I do know several members of the Ole Miss media have the flu also, so I don't know uh, what we were all doing there in that media hospitality room, but... Uh, yeah, it didn't. It didn't end well there. But yeah, I mean, I just think uh, it's going to be what I think. I read it's the one hundred and twenty fourth meeting of Ole Miss in Tennessee. Is that not crazy? I did not realize that. That, oh, that is yeah. Crazy. I mean, so and the Rebels are one of just three teams in the country who are unbeaten, and this is just the second time in school history that they've begun 13 and 0 and I think the last one is I want to say 2007-2008 and you know what I tell folks I'm not surprised by what Beard is doing because and I think we've talked about this on on your show before his uh his winning percentage his career winning percentage in college basketball is 71.8 I mean that's that's insane. I think that's uh, ranks in tenth among active head coaches that have ten or more years of experience. But that you know that that the dude can coach. <laughs> you know he knows what he's doing. You know that's one thing. Um, he definitely uh, he he knows how to win. Like goodness gracious, I get why he's so upset when he loses. I mean, did you say seventy eight percent of his games he's won since he's been 70, coaching? 70, 71. So yeah, think about that. I mean, oh my and, and to to have come in and, you know, again, he focuses on culture, and that's the word they have all over their locker room, all over their facility. It's what they talk about in their tweets. It's their hashtag, build the culture. And I think that, you know, he's really, you know, he takes a, a photo, a big photo at after every home every game. game down on the court with all the students. And, you know, so I just think he's he's doing work. He, he reminds me very much of Coach Yo in that aspect, just supporting, supporting the school and the other teams in the school. And Lane Kiffin was at the game the other night, the, the right after the, the sugar bowl, the next day, uh, men's basketball played Bryant and mm-hmm. Lane Kiffin was there courtside. So I think there's a real collegiality there in, in the program and credit to Keith Carter for that. You know, Keith Carter, you know, he's the one who had the, uh, I would say cojones to hire Lane <laughs> Kiffin to also then go out there and grit, you know, bring in Chris Beard after his, you know, his departure from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything's been pushing up daisies. It, it's it's been absolutely wild. The one thing though, because I don't know, and I'm and when I'm asking this, I'm asking you this from my heart. When I watch this team, when I you know I talk to my daughter, I talk to some friends, like you know, I'm always wondering who's the leader on this team. And I keep hearing that people say, well, the leader is not just one player. The leader is Chris Beard. And that's what I think really a real coach should do because I understand that you got to get your guys to go out there and play. But when everything starts and stops with you, like when the buck starts and stops with you, that's what I think coaching young men is all about. And, I, and that's just all the things that I hear from about Chris Beard. Oh, you know, it's really interesting that you make that point because um, – 
it's we're seeing that in the way he's coaching and and again nothing against Kermit I mean Kermit had his style and everything but a lot of times Kermit's style involved a lot of screaming <laughs> and um it was funny and we noticed in the game against Bryant um in the first half uh, Breakfield fouled a Bryant player, and then five seconds before that, I think he'd missed a layup that was contested. Things got a little bit physical. Uh, Breakfield's foul knocked the player down. The game was paused to review for a flagrant foul. But the response from Chris Beard is what was interesting. He was really calm. He just looked at Breakfield and basically said in a few words, it was kind of a you know better, don't let it get the best of you kind of vibe. And to me, I think he's a player's coach. Um, We also noticed kind of another culture kind of episode in the second half. Uh, Jalen Murray was charged with a technical foul after kind of drawing with a Bryant player. But then really quickly, some of the veterans on the team, Morrell, Brightfield, Brandon Murray, took Juju to midcourt, huddled, you know, discussed the incident with him Nothing was ever escalated, and I think this is a sign of a team that gets it, and I think that that's Chris Beard's culture coming from the top down. I could talk Ole Miss sports all day long. One thing that does get forgetting, I mean, forgot, I mean, let's just be honest and be real. We do forget about women's sports a lot. I mean, that's just the way, it, the nature of it. It's just, it, yeah. It is to the nature. But Coach Yo has her team rolling in the right direction. Um, what are you seeing with uh, what she's doing with the Rebels this year? Well, you know, I mean, they're quietly sitting over there after losing their starting point guard. They're at 10-3 and three on the season. Um, they are fixing to open up SEC play uh, today, as a matter of fact, at Alabama at 6 o'clock. And so they're going to start uh, with Alabama. And I think the last time they played, I think uh, Ole Miss snuck out a win there, 57-55. And I think it was on defense, if I remember correctly, a defensive play, because Coach O was really excited about that. So, um, you know, I think that they're... They're growing and, and doing better with, uh, you know, like I say, they had to replace K.K. Deans. Um, you know, I think they're, they're you know, Coach Yo has even said a couple of times, you know, after that, it's going to be going to be a little rough, but we're going to get there. And so, you know, it's hard when you have a, I think K.K. might have been a fifth-year senior, so to lose an experienced player like that. Um, but I, you know, I think tonight's game is going to be exciting. Going to be really good to see. I think Alabama's thirteen and two. Uh, they've got a great coach, Christy Curry. So I think it'll be a good, good matchup. Evie, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you. I know you're not feeling well. I hope you go and take a little bit of time to yourself, get a little bit of rest, and I hope you're uh, back to 100% uh, ASAP. So thank you just so much. Happy New Year. You know I love you. Give David my well wishes. I will, and I hope you feel better, too. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. That is Evie Van Pelt. Follow her at Ole Miss Evie, and go to the Rebel Walk. And I'm about to choke on myself because I can't breathe. Do me a favor. Don't touch the dial. Hardenwood on the other side. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Start your day with Sports 56 Mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10, right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The only 
nuclear power source capable of generating 1.21 gigawatts of electricity is a bolt of lightning. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everybody. Tigers play Tulsa tonight. Last trip to Tulsa. Hopefully you got your ESPN+. Plus. By the way, you know what? There's one thing I, um, I've brought up a few times. Uh, Jay Morgan, our good buddy, who used to, to take care of the show, he um, said I shouldn't talk about this. But I don't know why I shouldn't because I can get it on my phone. But like I have ESPN Plus, I have the whole I have the holy ish package. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I got everything. Mm-hmm. But did you know that you can get any sports game, like period, from this thing called Dofu? Mm-hmm. You did know this? You've mentioned it before, yeah. Like this is like this is such common knowledge. Like how come like people? No, don't I don't t- think it's common knowledge. You've just mentioned it before. I didn't know about it until you mentioned. It. I mean, I know there are things like it, but. I was not familiar with this specific one. Oh, it's the it's the best. Uh-huh. I get every single uh-huh. pro sports game, uh-huh. and sometimes I don't even look at my plus because it's always circling. But you know what? Quote my illegal jailbreak app. Uh-huh. Doesn't have that problem. ESPN Plus, do me a favor and fix yourself. You know what I'm saying? I love ESPN Plus. Yeah, but don't do how 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 annoyed do you get when it starts doing the little circle thing on your TV? I don't get that very often. You don't get that very often? No. I feel like every dead gum tiger game well, does I it have like two heard, or three times. I have heard that some tiger games are, are, are bad. But it, it, that that's, has nothing to do with ESPN Plus. That has everything to do with the feed it's getting. Oh, so, so it's like who? Uh, the Xfinity or Comcast? Because no, I already no, hate no, those people. No, 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 no. It's like. Charge me $260 they, a month? What a joke. No, it's more like uh, whoever. Is doing the ESPN Plus production here in Memphis? Oh, they're not that the good conne- at the job. Well, no, no, it's just the connection between them and and sending it through to ESPN Plus. There's some sort of disconnect there. Mm. Because, like, I don't. I mean, I watch a bunch of. I mean, I watch five or six games a night on ESPN Plus, and I I don't get that problem very much. Damn. Now, now there will be times. Who's your service provider? Again, it's ESPN Plus. There has nothing. No, to no. Do I with thought service. you were talking about the one that the insert the insertion person, the one who sends the the channel to you. Well, I, I or the receiver. The receiver is ESPN Plus, but the sender is like different. I think. I think. Uh, I think they do the ESPN Plus broadcasts here locally out of Channel Five. I think. I'm not positive, but um, you know, it just it just depends. Everyone's different, and so I think that might be because I have seen on Twitter people complaining about Memphis broadcasts. Um, a lot of the Memphis games I'm at, so I don't I don't necessarily see all of the issues. Um, but I mean, watch tonight, watch against Tulsa, and see if there's issues. I would, um, I would bet money that uh, that there aren't. But Greg Gaston's usually on the call for those ESPN Plus games, and he does a fantastic job. So please continue to watch those. ESPN I love Plus Double games. G. By the way, you can listen to Greg every single day right here at seven to ten with Eli Savoy. Those two guys, you know, we've been they've been doing radio together what seventeen, eighteen years? A long time. They are like. The OGs. They're the O. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, dude, they're still also like the fact that they haven't killed each other is a miracle. <laughs> like, dude, have you been married seventeen years? Uh, no, no, I'm not. No, you haven't, because I think you're only like twenty five. I'm twenty three. Close enough. Eh, tomato, tomato. Yes, yeah, right. I've been in a relationship for seven years, so that's only ten less. When are y'all getting married? Uh, I don't know. When I'm fifty. 
Smart kid. I'm proud of you. I, that's a nice. That's a, I'm, I'm, I've never been so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> For somebody who just got engaged, I'm very, very proud of you. <laughs> All right. Now, we are about to get into a little bit of hardwood where it feels so good, but I have to remind you of something that's very important that looking good helps you feel good. By the way, looking good also helps you find a mate. Did you know that? Yeah. Like if you want to mate or mm-hmm. procreate, you might want to look good. If you're on Bumble or Tinder or all these little, what do they? Uh, I don't know anymore. Bumble, Tinder. Give me another Bumble, one. Tinder. Uh, uh, I oh my gosh, I've never Christian used Christian Mingle. Uh, Farmers Only. Farmer. Whoa, what? Farmers Only. I would love to get on Farmers Only. Yeah, it's where like farmers some straight up good cute country girls. Uh-huh, yep. Man, you know, like you do the Texas Throwdown, you know, do see do some pictures on some hay with That's some right. dead gummit, with some man. cowboy, what is it with some farmers, cowboy farmers boots on. Uh, no, farmersonly.com. Farmers only. I'm sorry, uh-huh. Chas. Um, I am engaged to you, but I feel like it would be disrespectful. I didn't take my shot at Farmers Only just because uh-huh. to make sure yeah. that I've done the right thing. Correct? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've done the tender thing. It almost killed me. I figure like farmers only though. I'm about to drive somewhere I to like meet to, somebody uh, around a farm. I knew a girl in. She I, was on farmers only. No, 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 no. I, I, I was, I was friends with a girl either in high school or college. Dude, she can choke. She and, can, she can like literally kill a chicken, feather that joker, probably fry it up, and then choke them by night. I guess so. Um, but I knew this girl. This is the only time I've ever been on Tinder. I knew this girl in either high school or college. I don't remember. But she had a Tinder, and uh, I would I would take her phone during class, and I would I would swipe left and right on different guys, if you know you know based on attractiveness and stuff like that, and you know try to set her up with somebody. Wait, you tried to set up a girl that you dated? No, with no, other dudes? No, 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 no. I was friends with her, and we had oh, the same just class. Friends. And like so friends with benefits be on, or like, friends? No, just friends. She would be on. T- like, what is on- the point of having a girl as a friend if she, you don't have any because benefits? Because we sat next to each other in class, John. So we were forced to talk to each other, and so she would be on Tinder all the time. And so she would give me her phone when she was bored of it, and I would go swipe left and right on different guys. You know, try to play, try to play Cupid, basically. You're very, um, you know, what you're a sweet young man. Thank you. If you were, if I had sons, which I don't. Thank God. I couldn't imagine having boys. I think I would be a horrible father for de- for boys. Do you think so? Like I'm great with girls because I know how bad men are. So like I teach them to stay away from all men and like be like, you know, good, strong women. Take care of yourself. Don't depend on a man, all that stuff. But if I had a son, I would make that man like bring me beer, like yo, go pick me up a sack of weed, give me some fungus. Like what? Like I don't know if I would care as much. Interesting. My dad has me pick up dip for him sometimes. Yeah, I don't dip though. I don't do that. Yeah, go get me, go get me some some chaw at the gas station. Does he do um dip and chaw? No, just dip. But just dip. Yeah, same thing. Well, um, that was first world uh, life with Bryant Dacus and John Harden. Thank you. Now it's time to get back to uh, why you want to look good. We, we were talking about procreation. Is that how we? Yeah, got off? I don't know. We got off on a bad. If you want to procreate, spiral. you want to look good. That means you need to go in and get the best leather, the best boots, the best hats, the best jeans, the best skirts, the best shirts. It's all at fifty eight eighty Goodman Road down in Olive Branch. Bing bang boom. Let me tell you something. You walk in there. You're going to walk out looking good. You bring your girl in there. She's going to walk out looking good. And your kids are going to look as cute as can be. 
Frontier Western Store. And don't forget, FrontierWesternStore.com. Family owned and operated since 1967. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. All right, all right, all right, all right. Was that Matthew McConaughey? All right. Or just a really terrible Matthew McConaughey? No, it was Matthew McConaughey. You know, I was thinking about him because of Texas. I love Matthew McConaughey, John. I'm just glad they lost. Why do you, you love- see him? Do you see him running over to the to the bench and, uh, and and slapping guys on the back after they scored a touchdown? It was hilarious, dude. He was cup checking dudes on the sideline. It was like I was like, dude, Matthew McConaughey's like he's an absolute freak. Um, well, Tyreek Hill, did you know his house was on fire this oh, morning? You know, yesterday. It was was very, it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday morning. It was very okay, scary. well, let me. This is why Twitter is very confusing to old people like me. So this morning I get up. On my feed, it has Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I hit on it. The first one that pops off is Rick Ross. Yeah, he did like a live report from in front Rick, of Tyreek's yes. house. I thought this was happening like live. No, so I was, I was like, I'm watching this from my bed. I'm like, yeah. damn, Rick Ross, Tyreek Hill's house oh. on fire. Yeah. Oh, oh. I love Rick Ross. Get some wings, Rick, son. Rick Ross might be the most underrated big time rapper in, I agree. in rap. I, I love agree. Rick Ross. Do you like his wings? Oh, yeah. I love wings. Do you know, uh, he should have said, you know how many wings I could have burnt in that house fire? That would, I mean, hey, that might have stolen a lot of wings. That would work. Oh, by the way, yeah. Sorry, Tyreek Hill, uh, about your house catching on fire. Good thing is nobody was injured. That's nobody good. was there. Good. And Rick Ross threw in his two cents. Kind of like a, like a, you know, my brother's a real firefighter, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he runs the whole Germantown thing. My oh, brother's wow. like dope. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Shout man. out Clint Harden Baller. Like, if you're going to overdose or if Clint, your house is going to fire. Clint Harden sounds like the most firefighter name I've ever know, heard in my is. life. Dude, he's coming to get you. He's like Superman with the damn cape. <laughs> he's also very anal. And um, and I don't mean he loves... I uh, mean, yeah. you know how the word yeah, works, right? Uh, yeah, no. Like, he's just kind of like... That's what you want either. a good firefighter. You want him... To, like, he's all about, like, you know, procedure, Straight, process. Yeah, like doing it the right way. Uh-huh. Me and him, brothers... Both very good-looking guys. Uh-huh. We kind of re- resemble each other. Totally different though, Hard personalities. Hard to resist a man in a uniform, John. Totally different personalities, though. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I I'm more free-spirited. Yeah. He's more serious. By the book. But he wasn't there to save uh, Tyreek Hill's house. Because if he was down in Miami, I can tell you right now, the only thing that would have burnt was the kitchen. Best firefighter I know, Clint Harden. Shout out, Germantown Firefighters. Now, do you know uh, there's a guy named Jarrell Miller who, for some reason, is famous because he's a boxer? Did Say you know, his name again? His name is Jarrell Big Baby Miller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something happened to him yesterday. I saw, I saw this story, but I didn't read much of it. Well, he body slammed a car dealer. Oh. Can I tell you something? I, I feel like if I was on the if, – if this, if this case goes to court, I have a feeling that I am going to – I'm going to be on the defendant side. Who didn't? Who doesn't want to body slam a car dealer? Slimy a holes, trying to get every dollar out of you, pushing these cars all down your face. Like, dude, like if you body slam a car dealer, should you really get arrested, or should you get a like a hero pin? Good question. Because I'm sure this guy was trying to rip him off. Now, he did lose his mind a little bit. I hate car salesmen, John. The thing that, the thing is, though, where he went wrong, where I feel like he's in trouble, is after he body slammed the car dealer, he stole one of their trucks. Wow. And I do have to feel like the other dealers, 
Like, cause you know there was at least five or six of these slimy dudes on the on the lot, right? Mm-hmm. And by the way, for all you people out there that work here in Memphis on the car dealerships lots, you're not slimy. I'm friends with you. Hey, I got a couple of friends that are car dealers. Actually, my father is a car salesman. Damn, you could have told me that. Like, He's slimy though. Okay, good. You made me feel a little <laughs> bit kidding. better. <laughs> I mean, he does dip. He does he dip. It's yeah. kind of slimy. No, it's not. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not a woman, but like, if I was, I don't think I'd make out with dudes little, that dip. Little mouth candy, you know? <laughs> little mouth candy. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but Jarrell Big Baby Miller, not only, like I said, he he slammed body slammed a car dealer. He then stole their truck, um, and this was just outside of Miami. Like, there's a lot that's been going on in Sounds Miami. Right, yeah. That's my favorite city in the world still. I th- I've had more fun in Miami than any other place, by the way, just so you know. SLS Club. Don't play no games. Uh, we have Tyreek Hill's house burnt down. We got fighters body slamming people. And then we have, oh gosh, Naked Skiing. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm really upset about this because skiing is a sport. They have it in the Olympics, bro. Did you know that? In the, the, I guess like they the winter ski, Olympics, they the summer ski, they snowboard, they snowboard. I want to snowboard. The I would giant like snowboard. slalom. You can't snowboard. Well, oh, I've just never done it before. I, I would like. To. I bet you can't do it. I have okay. a feeling that you're probably not. Can you wakeboard? I've never done that either. You've never done wakeboarding or snowboarding? Are you serious? No. I have actually snowboarded in Seattle Park when it actually snowed here. Interesting. And we tied our uh, my uh, my my ski rope to we put in the trunk and shut the trunk on it, and then we got behind it and then we used our snowboards that we had and we sneak we snowboarded through Seattle Park. Interesting. And I'm going to tell you something: falling in Seattle Park on flat land behind a car going like 15 miles an hour hurts a hell of a lot more than going down a mountain. I believe it. I can promise you that. But you know what? I'm tough. I got up and I did it again. Ain't no crying and snowboarding. That's right. Ain't no crying and anything. But naked skiing I'm crying about because this is ridiculous. This is the most... Can I say this? This is sexist. This is racist. This is every bad word that you could ever put on anything because there is a... It's called the Boot Tan Festival. It's an annual retreat at the Sunlight Mountain Resort. And it says that only females are allowed to come and ski naked on their slopes. But this year, they're not just letting females come. They said that you are either female or female identifying or non-binary. Bro, like, can I just say I'm non-binary and go watch a bunch of naked chicks, like, ski? I, uh, skiing naked would uh, seems seems dangerous. I mean, I mean, I mean why is it? Nah, like dude, bro, come it's on, cold. man. It's beautiful day, sun's out. It's just a little little snow. It does it's, not seem comfortable. It's altitude. You get down low. Huh. I mean, let me just tell you something. There's going to be a lot of ladies that can cut glass. Maybe they should have a glass cutting uh, seminar while this is going on. Maybe. But I'm just saying, like, realistically, why is it that they only let all the women come ski naked? Why can't men come? Do you think that we would screw things up? Maybe I don't know. You think we'd be like we would take the the good time that they were doing, pound it into the ground? I don't know. It just seems like a bad idea all around to me. Well, uh, there's an estimated uh, 500 people have come every single year. They said that this this year they expected to be north of 500 people. 
Uh, the event kicks off at the resort right when the sun comes up and goes all the way till 3 p.m. Because after 3 p.m., you don't want to ski naked. Why? Because then it actually gets a little bit cold. Huh. Like, it's, it gets dark, like, at 5 o'clock. So. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. And by that time, you want to be drinking the bubbly, drinking a little Tito, sitting in, like, a jacuzzi. Be a hot chocolate. Dude, I'm going, I'm going to this place. Like, I'm a little bit upset, though. So... If I just got non-binary, do you have to, do you get it put on your driver's license or something? John, wrong person to ask. I hey, how does this work? I don't know. Well, I want to inv- I want to invite. Hey, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll do what we can do. And I was looking through the pictures of these naked people skiing. Let me tell you something. Some good-looking ladies. There are pictures on there. <laughs> you know, I got pictures, I, son. I should have known. It's amazing how like these phones they can pull up anything. Huh. Anyway, that was Hardenwood. That felt so good. We got to close things out with a bet. The only problem is we don't have any NFL football tonight. We don't have any football, period. But we do have some college basketball. Your Memphis Tigers are on the road playing Tulsa. They're a 10-point favorite. Am I going to bet on it? I don't know. There's also some NBA action. You're going to have to wait around on the other side. Bet Sports 56 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports56WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports56WHBQ. All the wisdom of the universe is in these bones. <laughs> Now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus. He is uh, the bomb diggity. I like him. He's a young kid, young feller. Been in a relationship for seven years, but somehow find himself on Tinder. Hmm. I don't know how that happened. My friend's Tinder. Sure. I was looking at guys, and I wasn't even looking at girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, buddy. Sure, sure, sure. By the way, just so you know, uh, Chess, I'm on Farmers Only right now. And the closest girl is 130 miles away, but she's already said yes. Well, there's not many farms around here, John. Dude, there's some in, like, I haven't got to Mississippi yet. Arkansas's close. That's true. I know there's a lot of good uh, ganja farms in North Carolina. Did you know that? Yeah, North Carolina is a good distance away from us, John. It is a good distance away. By the way, just for a little sidebar, do you all know what what tipsy tabs are? You've mentioned them before. Um, Do you know that um, tipsy tabs have a lot to do with me? I believe it, John. And the Red Eye Jedi. Mm. You can get a Red Eye Jedi, which is probably the best weed that you can buy legal in the entire country at the Spirit Shop, Kimbro Liquors. Tell, I'm telling you, Red Eye Jedi is no joke. But Tipsy Tabs, man. Like when you're sick like I am, you eat four Tipsy Tabs, psh, sick. You ain't going to feel sick. Tonight we got a little bit of NBA action. There's only two games, a small slate. The TNT slate. It is the TNT slate. Both games on the network. You got 630, the Bucks and the Spurs. And the Bucks now just lost to the Indiana Pacers. Did you know that they are now 1-4 in, in their last five games against Indiana? Wow. 
Uh, Bucks defense, one thing that didn't have, uh, happen under Mike Budenholzer, they played defense at least under him. Mm-hmm. Right now, this team ain't playing good, no, ain't playing defense at all. Figure it out. They're playing the Spurs tonight who are absolutely terrible. Like, they're so bad that I want to vomit when I watch them. They're passing. Like, these guys, like, I watch high school basketball and they are so much more efficient. They turn the, every fast break, the Spurs turn the ball over. Yeah. But Victor Wimbenyama, he will be something great. But right now, he gets smoked. Milwaukee coming off a loss. They're going, they're going down to San Antonio. And let me tell you something. Do you know what you can do in San Antonio? Go to the Alamo, John. Dude, who gives a damn about the Alamo or the oh. Riverwalk? There's nothing to do in San Antonio. I went there in 2008. It was absolutely the most boring city in the world. And I got my heart broken, okay? I got my heart broken. I Mario Chalmers, I can't stand you still today. Even when you were a Grizzly, I tried to like you, but I didn't. Mm. Way to stay strong, John. But I'm taking the Pucks minus the nine and a half. Oh, yeah. I'm taking Milwaukee. Milwaukee all over the Spurs' face. And then we have the Denver Nuggets and the Warriors, and I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Who knows who's going to show up? Warriors are desperate. They need this one. But, man, the Nuggets are a lot better. Seems like a game I wouldn't touch. But one game I definitely will play tonight, and I like it. Isaac Simpson knows more basketball than I do. He's a little bit hesitant. But here's how I feel. After watching Penny's presser against Austin P. After just seeing the way that they played against Vanderbilt and pulled out a two-point win, these last two games at home, right before Christmas and the new year, were kind of like just little, they were just slow coasting. It's a new year. It's 2024. It's conference play. Memphis by 27 points tonight. Oh, yeah. Go Tigers, go. For Brian Dacus, I'm John Harden. Get out there. Make the world a better place. We will see you on the flip side. Peace. Peace.